It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, I am more excited about this week than I've been for a very, very long time. Good. That's good. Why? Tell me more. It's because Super Rugby is coming and Six Nations is not on. So it's like, oh, there's going to be a wealth of rugby to to kind of watch. Is there, is it not on? It's not on. So they've got a, a they break. they a week off? A break for a week, mm, yeah. Week. So, um, weak, <laughs> weak individuals. Yes, that's right. So, um, it's going to be really, really interesting from from the point of view of you know, Super Rugby is going to take that central stage it is, isn't for it? A, for a is week. Is it on Sky in in the UK? No. So, oh, in the UK, age. you can watch it through the Sansar website. Right. Okay. Fifty pounds for the season. So, Rugby Pass last year was like thirty quid. Right. This year, pretty much, well, it's not double, but it's pretty close. But uh, have um, Rugby Pass done it again? No. Okay. Which I'm gutted about, because I thought their coverage was awesome. Yeah, their coverage was good. Really, really good. So, But we've got a way through. We've got a way through. We've got a way through. We've paid our money. (laughs) We've paid our dues. (laughs) We've paid our dues. So um, it's going to be fantastic. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. But before we go on any further... We've got a couple of things that people can support us with. They can, So yeah. you've organised one. I have, yes. So I've organised a um, almost like a predictions page in a way. Yes. Where we put our predictions for that week in um, and... You get points. And you get points. Clear of points of, you know, the correct score and correct team and things like that. Um, and that is on Super Brew. So S-U-B... P E R B R U. Super Brew. Did you study English at university? Correct. How did you know? <laughs> no, but just because Super Brew, you know, I'm not sure about the brew. Yeah. Anyway, we've got four members already. Yeah. Two of them are us. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to win. Exactly. There's going to be a trophy that I'm going to make. And trust me, what I'm going to do is I'm gonna, I've already made one before. Depending on where in the world I'll have to send it to. It will depend on how big the trophy is. It'll depend on. But if it's in England, if anyone in the UK wins, yeah. it'll be the full fat version. The full Monty. If anyone overseas. Just a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll, I will send it. And it's good. I will take a picture and I'll show everyone. It's well worth winning. Excellent. Yeah. I rate that. So I'm making you, it with my own bare hands whoa, as well. What this a is guy. Not, I'm not buying one. What from, a guy. Yeah, well. So anyway... Um, I keep the, telling myself the webs- <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> the website is Super Brew, okay? And you've got to type in the, the Super Rugby Podcast. I think if you type in Super Rugby Podcast, you also get it. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. So type in that. 
Well, if there's one that's similar, just don't go for that, right? No. Because that's just helping someone else out. Correct. So you've got to help us out there. Patreon, if you wanted to support us financially, which will help improve the, the show by improving our kit. Um, we then might even be able to go onto YouTube more professionally than we've been on the past, which would be fantastic. So uh, all your money will go to that. And plus, go to help cutting Toby's hair once every six months. Wow. To be fair, it needs it. Uh, and then just like, share, subscribe, um, talk to your friends about it, talk to your family about it. You know, it could be pillow talk. Well, wow. you know, you know, um, Ooh, you know hey, uh, Damo, <laughs> what did you think of the Super Rugby podcast? What I love Ooh. is, you know, people in the past have always, you know, had children to Barry White and all that. They could have children. No, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> so we've got a message from one of our supporters here. Boys, great to have you back. It's been a while between the, uh, been a while without you on the airwaves. In last week's podcast, I was disappointed that you did not really play up the Scottish win. I thought you both hated England. Thanks again for the top podcast. Isaac, Scottish-born, currently living in Oz. Well, I thought we did. I thought we no, did too. Obviously not enough for Isaac. He wants to really rub it and the salt into the wounds. Well, of the it's English. a bit late now because now they're lost. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ooh. Yeah, at least they, mm, yeah, okay, we're going to go over that a little bit later. But thank you, Isaac, for your support. We really appreciate it. If anyone else wants to just give us little things that we may have, could have done better, this is what this segment of the podcast Definitely. is all about. Definitely. But, sir, I do need to give a little bit of a shout out to Loosehead Greg and Mark Thewlis, because I did a little competition on who could pick uh, the the rugby player from a picture. And they both got it at exactly the same time. Really? Wow. Not really. But they were like a minute away from each other. Wow. So they both deserve a shout out, which I said I'd do. Excellent. Which was about a month ago. Oh, well, good on those two. Well done. But we're going to move over to... Yeah, breaking news. Kindly supported by... Super XV for all your rugby needs. You know, and even if you don't need rugby needs... No. Just head over there anyway. Yeah. You'll be amazed what you can find on the advertising pages. Fantastic. First story, do you want to go first? I will. The Richie Mwanga situation shows what's so wrong with rugby in New Zealand. I 100% agree with this, by the way. So do I. Because obviously he's in my team and I want him to play. Is he? He's is he in the worst team in New Zealand? He's a crusader, oh, yeah. isn't he? A cruddy sader. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Do you know what, though? I'm lucky because Pablo Montero is going to play at 10 and we're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Anyway, so this article is just sort of touching on what's happening with Richie Mwanga. And what is happening with Richie Mwanga is that he has got sort of the first third of the competition off. Yeah, and he hasn't played much because he had a he had a, a bambino. He he's missed, barely he played half, at all. He's he missed half of the season last year, uh, and now he's he's going to miss the start. But it's written into his contract, so he is more than able to put his foot down and go. No, actually, I've got it in my contract, and I don't I don't need to. W- would you do that? Would I do that? No, I'd want to be playing. I'm really surprised. Although uh, he's uh, got. He's got a real young child now, doesn't he? Or children. So maybe he wants to spend more time with them. Yeah, I mean, um, and also I suppose with the with the way that COVID is affecting New Zealand and the fact that they're playing most of their games, I believe, from Queenstown, being away from the so, family, yeah. might not have gone down very well at home. Happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. But um, I think it was me, and you're looking at careers not lasting very long, that that's another argument either ways, isn't it? Because if he doesn't play, he's still getting paid though. Yeah, but if he doesn't play, he's going to extend maybe his career. But if he doesn't yeah. play, maybe someone else takes their opportunity. Exactly, and that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. You know, not necessarily in the Crusaders, but elsewhere. But Seeing, like a yeah, young, yeah, yeah, yeah. a young yeah. first five or young players coming up. Josh, you are Josh Uwani at the Chiefs. At the Chiefs now. There's a bit of a, a story about that oh, is there? coming later, I believe. Oh, um, a good one for me was Eddie Jones. Steady so Eddie. Eddie Jones, the English manager, was not impressed with Austin Healy's comment in the press 
uh, after the Wales sort of debacle. Oh, no, sorry. The, well, no, the, no, no, the Scottish. The Scottish. Scottish. God, we debacle. both got it wrong. Debacle. And basically, Austin Healy came out and said it was it wouldn't be unheard of if England lost to Italy on the weekend. Wow. So, wow. So, big statement, Austin. And obviously, when they comfortably bet Italy, yeah. he may have brought that up. But I just think, Eddie Jones, it's a bit sad, isn't it, that... You have to. You've listened to obviously all the news. Uh, I wasn't aware of Eddie, uh, of of Austin Healy making these these statements, and I'm just kind of think you know this is not something that you come out and. But maybe he's trying to do it just to just to kind of intimidate all reporters. But I just think it's pretty poor taste. Well, the thing is, I think Steady Eddie likes to do things like that, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets into a grudge match almost, and he loves to prove someone wrong instead of just going. I, I know I'm right. Yeah. They know I'm right. Yeah. I don't need to go on about it, but they can they can take their medicine instead of ramming it down their throat. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Austin Healy, he basically pulled out two things. He said that when he replaced Marcus Smith with Ford, who yeah. hit, wasn't even in the squad, wasn't even in the squad, and then they went on to lose, was a defining moment. And then also he took off Tom Curry and it wasn't clear who was the captain. You know, it wasn't clear, just like no one was captain. Is that a big deal? Well, I kind of think, I kind of think you, you should have a captain on the field. Like, it just shows maybe that actually... Maybe just got senior leadership. No, well, may, SLT, maybe mate. no one has a say apart from Eddie. So there's no point. I don't know. Steady anyway. Eddie. So um, I think he's got a point, but I think it was ridiculous for him to say... England were going to lose to Italy. Yeah, that was that's a silly comment. There is a silly, yeah. yeah. All right, over to you, mate, because your next story, I think, is a Bobby Dazzler. Yeah, it's quite good, isn't it? So yeah, um, Nigel Owens has picked his all-time rugby 15. Yes. And there are some interesting sort of... There's some interesting people in there. Yeah. I mean, the, the team's... Pretty good. The team's apart really from good. A couple. I'm surprised on a few though. So should we do you go, through go from from one to yes to fifteen? So uh, number one is uh, Jenkins from Wales. Yeah. Uh, number two is Schmidt. So John Schmidt from South, South Africa. Africa. Great hooker. Vickery, Phil Vickery. I, I, do you think this was this is when he's been refereeing? Yes. I think this is this is his team. So this from is his, his team generation of refereeing. Yeah, so not all time. Uh, Paul O'Connolly, Ireland. Alan Wynne Jones, Wales. I think that was going to be a good call. Yeah. Um, Thierry Dusseltois from mm, France at six. Love a good Dusseltois. Yeah, he is class. Richie McCaw at mm. uh, seven. At seven. Yep. Does, and do, then you we've think got he, do you think he genuinely thought this next player was the best eight of all time? Sergio Perez. To be fair, he was in my, he was yeah, one of my picks, wasn't he? Was, he was, yeah, to be fair. Who won that, by the way? We haven't done it yet because we're having a week oh. off, so I'm going to do it this week. Brill. That's brill. my excuse. Uh, so, yeah, that was the the uh, Ford pack. Who would you have picked at eight then? Well, I don't know, but I, I, I just think maybe he's just gone chucked in a, an Italian to kind of. Fair, okay. You know, because there is Kieran Reid, yeah. there is. Uh, even he would have been around with Zinni Brock, wouldn't he? No, wouldn't he? No, no. There's Kieran Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of another Kaz one. Reed. You know, I, I just think that even Billy Vinopolo yeah. in his in his pomp yeah. was better than than yeah. Sergio. I like. Righto. I did like Sergio as a player, though. Yeah, yeah, very good. Good haircut. Nine, nine. Augustine Pichot. Pichot uh, yeah. from Argentina. Uh, 10, Dan Carter, 12, Ma'anonu. Yeah, good choice. Brian O'Driscoll at 13. Again, I reckon he's just gone Irish. Just, you know, chucked him just, in there. Just because. Who would you yeah. have put at 13? Conrad would be up Conrad. there for me. Um, I, maybe I'm going back a little bit too far, but Frank Bunce would have been right up there. Way too far. Way too far. Way too far. I mean, uh, O'Driscoll's a good shout. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah, safe. He He was a very much... He was he was a Conrad Smith kind of player. 
Yeah. Wasn't outstanding. No. But just did everything uh, yes, right. Yes, had a very consistent game. Shane Williams at 11, Wales. No, no, I have to say, I absolutely agree with that. Do you? Shane Williams, what a player. <laughs> what a Unbelievable player. Oh. Wow, yeah. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, seriously. Nah, nah. Uh, Stuart Hogg at 14. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Not I think my obviously pick. he's done this because of who he's put at 15. Yes. So 15 is Israel Folau. That which is, uh, it's you know, a good call. I, it is a good call, isn't mm. it? It is a good call. I'm sure Con, uh, Tonga will be making that call for the World Cup. I hope so. It'd be good. No, I don't really want to comment, but it would be good to see a player of his caliber yes. playing on the... I disagree with what he, he has said yes, and yep, done, but yep. very good rugby player nevertheless. Yeah, and... and we could just stop there. We can we can definitely <laughs> stop there. Can I just say one more thing though? No. As well, <laughs> is that I absolutely disagree with what, what he said, and you know that whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, but it is a shame that a player of his ability isn't playing. Not to say that I think he should play. God, I didn't realise yeah. you wanted to I, go uh, for prime minister. Uh, Crikey, mate. I have I have <laughs> sat right. I've sat <laughs> pretty much on the fence, <laughs> but I put a toe either, either <laughs> way. Uh, my one's uh, Tuilangi. Expected a recall. Now, is this a good idea? Should they just give him a bit more time? Because we do know that Tuilangi, we think he's the secret source or the or the you know the the rock of of English performance. But he always gets injured. Well, he played. He played for. Um, he played for the Sharks on the weekend. Only, that's his first. That's his first game back. Yep, first game back since a hamstring injury. Yeah, and if he does it again. If he pulls his hamstring again, I'm going to say it here first, but that's his rugby career over. Really? Because once you pull it a couple of times... It's once you pull it a couple of times, you know, how long has he been out? A long time. A long about, time. You know, th- three, four months? Three, four months. And a club's going to want to pay a person or a player that gets injured every couple of months for an extended period of time. Mm, he's good though, isn't he? Very good, but he's only good for four games, five games, there's and always, then he's injured for seven. There's always someone though who thinks they can fix him. Yes, of course. You know, and if they can fix him, amazing. Yeah, but if they can't, I'd get him on the Pilates, the yoga. I get him space. on everything. He's wasting the space at the moment. Yes, I mean he's playing, so he's not. But it'd be really interesting to see with his. English qualification, i.e. he plays for England, and his injuries, how many games has he played for sale since he's joined? Because on his, on on for Leicester, he was only averaging 13 games a season in the whole season. And, you know, when you're thinking they're playing about 30 games, you know, you're not really getting a good return, are you? No. You're not getting a good return. Talk, talking about players who are always injured or not available, Chris Ashton has signed a short-term contract with Premiership leaders, Leicester. Leicester Tigers. I'm... Do you reckon that's a good sign? Well, it just hasn't worked out, has it? It hasn't, okay. hasn't worked out wherever he's gone in the last few times. So, how many times... Good quiz question. How many times has Tuilangi played for Sale Sharks? Okay, so I'm going to say he's played, let's say, eight games. He's played 11 games. 11 games. Scored one try. Not a good return for your £300,000 player. Probably more than that. Probably more than that. I don't know. In 12 years, no, sorry. In 11 years at Leicester Tigers, how many times did he play? So I'm going to say 11 years. About 100 games. 128 games. Yeah, so that's about, as I say, about 13 a season. 13 a season, that's rubbish. That's and, and so th- rubbish. If and, you and look how many how many times they play a season. I know. It's shocking, isn't it? So poor. But, you know, Chris Ashton, another one. So will he go there? He's a little bit like a Danny Cipriani. It just doesn't seem to work wherever he goes. He, yes, I think he's a strong Chris, a- Chris Ashton. I think he's quite a strong individual, isn't he? Like... Personality-wise, maybe Steve Steve Borthwick, being the kind of strong, straight-laced person that he is, will 
will be good for Chris Ashton. <laughs> Harlequins. He was there for a year. How many? Three. Two. <laughs> Played two. Played two. Yeah. Wow. Not good, eh? No. Talk about bad returns. Oh, my god! And he's a heck of a player. And I always go back to and the And how many times time. did he play last year with Worcester Warriors? Three. Yes. Oh. Three. I always go back to the time that I went and saw him play against England for the Barbarians. Him and Semi Run Raja, right? And, and Finn Russell. So those three were playing for the Barbarians. And they were unbelievably good. Like... It was literally men versus boys yeah. at the time. It was awesome. Mate, it's time to go over the results. Do you want to tee us off? Yeah, sorry. I was just having a drink. Oh, Winter Milan. Yes, we've got another one. Oh, Excellent. the Super Brew. The Super Brew boys good. are growing. That is fantastic. Okay, so Six hey, Nations. I've, I've locked mine in as well. Have you? So if you lock <laughs> yours in then uh, you can see, because that's what happens, everyone. You go on there, you, you do your picks, and once you've locked in, everyone else that's locked in, you can see each other's scores. Ooh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be great, isn't it? Oh, man, I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, so uh, Italy versus England, 33-0. I'm not sure whether that is the final score, but when I did it, that was the No, it was 33-0, final. yeah. Was it? Okay. Um, Wales had a close win over Scotland. Yes, France again had a close win. A uh, win, sorry, over Ireland. So the sorry, Wales had a close win over Scotland, twenty points to seventeen. Yeah, uh, France had a a close win again against uh, Ireland, thirty points to twenty four. So it's it's close, you know. And we've got France on nine points, England on six, Ireland on six. Scotland on five, Wales on four. So they're on, all whoa, they're whoa, all whoa, still in on, it. Whoa, whoa, oh, and whoa, Italy whoa. on zero. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're just about to say, you know, they're all still in it. Even Italy's in it. There's, they're only nine points away from the They're top. only three wins away. Yeah. They win their next three games. Well, no, two wins with bonus points. What? How many points do you get for it? Five. Five? Mm. No. Four, yeah. mate. Four. Four, you win, get three points for a win. And one for a bonus point. They get five, dear. Well, how France got nine points then? Because France are exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, must have got two bonus points. They did. Four tries plus what else do you get it for? I don't know. Just looking good. Bonus point tries. Then you get a losing bonus point as well, don't you, if you lose. Yeah, but they didn't lose, did no, they? No, I know. How have they got nine? Anyway. I'm sure someone smarter than us, which isn't difficult, will uh, email in and tell us. Yes. Uh, in the premiership, we had Saracens beating Harlequins, who are in a little bit of free fall at the moment, lost their last three games, 19 points to 10. Exeter Chiefs, a good win over Gloucester, because Gloucester have been very, very good this year, 24-15. Wasps are smashing Bath. Oh, Bath. Smashing so Bath. Again. Yeah, 41-24. 20, I actually went on the Bath website. Right, and if you could spin some stories, Bath are trying to spin. Wasn't as bad as it looks. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was. It really was, but you really are as bad as people think. Sale, a good win over Worcester, uh, 36-12. Bristol, we thought they were doing a bit better, but they lost against London Irish, although Irish have been good this year. Bristol were at home, 32-49 to London Irish. And the Leicester Tigers just keep trucking on. Uh, 35 versus 18 Northampton Saints, who, you know, pretty good. So we've, there's a bit of movement. We've got um, Leicester Tigers number one, uh, Saracen second, Gloucester third. Yeah, that's Harlequins surprising, four. isn't it? Gloucester. Yeah, with Exeter right up the Jaxies yeah. along with Northamp- Northampton Saints and what and Wasps and Sale and London Irish, not far behind. Then there's a bit of a gap. Yeah. Bit of a gap. There is. Uh, okay, right. And then we've got, is it the European? It is the European, yeah. It's United the United Rugby, Rugby Championship. Sorry. The Lions lost to the Stormers, uh, 32-10. The Bulls lost to the Sharks, 29-22. Leinster, with all of their international players out, 
Yeah. Still beat Edinburgh 26-7. And Glasgow had a hard-fought win against Munster, 13 points to 11. Do you remember the days when Munster were like... Unbeatable. Unbeatable. No one could touch them. Best team in Europe. Yeah. And, and yeah, Leinster are that now, aren't they, I suppose? Leinster are like that, yeah. Leinster are like that now. So I guess the Crusaders are like that now, but they'll go... Might be this season as well cliff. without Richie Mawanger at 10. off a cliff. Right, mate. Do you know what, what I did like? Oh. Do you know what? You haven't gone through the standings and you haven't gone through the format of the United Rugby Championship because well, it makes about the format. absolutely no sense. Well, there you go. Can so. we just say that they've put them into groups now? They've got them in the Scottish-Italian group. Wow. They've got the Irish group, the Welsh group, and the South African group. Now, what really gets me is you've got these teams playing for the United Rugby Championship, and you've still got the Curry Cup going on at exactly the same time. It's ridiculous. How on earth have uh, they got enough players? They don't. That's why they're losing. So anyway, it is time now to go over to what caught what, your what eye. What caught your eye? Damo, what caught your eye? A couple of things, mate. A couple of things. I'm going to start with the, the weird and wonderful ones, which is... I'm liking the fact that Julian Savia played at 12 against the Crusaders and the Hurricanes won. And that he, pre-season? Could, he could pass. He played really well at 12. Really? Yes. This could be the answer for the All Blacks. Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. He's put on a bit of timber. Yep, that's not, okay. Not all good timber. Oh. But... Is he still quite quick? He's quick enough. Yeah. He's quick enough for a 12. Yes, he oh. looked good, mate. He Can you good. imagine? Crash, crash ball at 12. Oh, my gosh. Actually, do you know, why hasn't anyone thought of this before? Don't know. Because, you know, he kind of, he is the new wrecking ball of the Hurricanes. Now, whether or not they'll play him there. They have to. But, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to think. That is exciting. Where did you Roger, write that? Right at the bottom, mate. Oh, I never read your stuff anyway. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. What was the score in that preseason game then? The Crusaders should have won it, mm. but the Hurricanes scored in the 83rd minute. Uh, at the death. To win the game. Right. Couldn't close it out again. <laughs> right, mate. Well, what caught my eye was the England match. What What about that English match caught your eye? Because there wasn't a lot to catch. The scoreline. 33-0. Yep. I was what? surprised that they didn't put more points on the board. There was a part in the second half where they just couldn't score. Yeah, well, there's a massive part. that I, I wrote this down. Pretty here. much the whole 70, of the second half. 75% of ball position in the second half was Italy, who didn't score a point no. either. No, Which kind of tells you a little bit about them. Yes. It might tell you a little bit about the English defence. I, I don't know. Or that could just be saying that England... Couldn't get the ball Couldn't back. Couldn't get the ball back. Um, they just that game for me. If I was English, I just would be, I'd be really like, what is going on? Because they lost last week against Scotland. They should have been firing on all cylinders. Yeah, they got off to a really good start. They did, and then they went as flat as a pancake. Yeah, that's they what I mean. Like, I'm surprised that they didn't. And I think England of old would have been able to put 50 points on. England of old would have put 50 points on them, but they would have had a couple of tries scored against them. So maybe maybe, yeah, maybe okay. it's an Eddie Jonesism where he's just said, right, second half, we don't want to have the ball. We want to work on our defence. You know, maybe. You just never know with, it, uh, with um, Eddie Jones, do you? Do you know what caught my eye as well about the Italian? Is the under-20s bet the English under-20s? Mm, I'm so surprised. This They could be... They could be the France. You know, the under-20s were very, very strong. For, for, for like three three years running, wasn't yep, it? definitely. Yeah. And then it's progressed into the senior team. And we can see that now, can't we? Oh, yeah, I mean... How class are they? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I still think they'll they? win the World Cup. I really hope they don't. It'll be as a New Zealand-France final. As long as we beat them. And I'll get subbed in. For Richie Moanga and old dropkick, I'll be I'll be um I'll be whitefish baiting. 
<laughs> white bait fishing, I mean. <laughs> white fish fishing. <laughs> Mate, I'm yeah. tired, all right? I'm sick of looking at you. <laughs> Leave me alone. Very, very good, sir. Um, okay, what caught my eye was England won. They played okay. But 75% of the ball without the ball in the second half is poor. And I just think that, you know, there isn't enough... There isn't enough kind of energy in that team. Although, Mark Smith plays well again. Um, Don Brandt, Alex Don Brandt, the, the, the eight plays well. It's not all bad doom and gloom. But if you want the game of the weekend, it had to be the France-Island game. Because both, both of these teams came out wanting to play. But... What I would say is Ireland are the best team when we talk about how they play together, but France are unstoppable when they want to be unstoppable. And there were so many times in that game where I was like, well, Ireland should win this, but I just can't see them winning. And, you know, Antonio, our massive Antonio, who used to be as unfit as anything, is now running in midfield. Fit as a fiddle. Now, can I just say is... It was almost like, can you remember the game that we played, 2015 World Cup, we played South Africa in the semi-final? Yeah, it was really, it was quite close. Very close. But we never felt like we were going to lose. Exactly. And that's what I kind of thought with France. It, it, it felt like it was a close game, granted, but they always looked comfortable and like they were going to win. Yeah. For me, anyway. The, there, are, there are three areas of their game which have massively improved over the last three years. They are the following, and this is my opinion. Offloads. The French used to just crash it with Bastereau, used to crash it and smash it. Yeah. That was pretty much it. They didn't have a lot of skill. They've got an offload game now. They used to be wine-drinking, baguette-eating... Cheese. Cheese-sniffing and eating fatties. Right, right, <laughs> and and now they're not. Now they're f- they're now they're fit. They're strong. They're powerful. Guys like Antonio yeah. who have come into that environment have massively improved. Is that Sean Edwards, or is it just the way that they're being run? I can't remember the French's coach's name, but he's a nutter. He is a nutter. Um, but I, do you know what? I think it it, it comes from the younger age groups yeah, or the being, age being group. Professional. All the way through. Being professional all the way, but proper coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. it's very easy for a proper coach to be coaching those younger year groups or, yeah. young, you know, age group rugby. Yeah. But they're not bloody proper coaches, are they? No. Well, not in the past. No. So That's I good. think France have got it right. You almost need your all your right-hand man as the under-20s coach yeah. to feed them to you. Yeah. There you and go, the, eat them up. And the last one is defence. You know, you, you used to be with France, they played with passion, but when the chips were down, they they, they went on strike. Yeah, they did. Heads not, dropped. Not anymore. So I've put here, worried. Be very, very worried. Yeah, <laughs> even I, if you go I behind. Am, and I am. I'm worried because they've got good players throughout. Yep. And then we've got to cover the Wales-Scotland game, sir, which was, if you're Scottish, pretty disappointing. Yes. Because they should have won. They could have won, but they didn't win. And I actually, the only thing I would say was they were really, really poor in the second half. It was amateur hour. There was a moment there where both teams were doing basics wrong, kicking the ball out in the full, you know, uh, from kickoffs, kicking the ball out on the full. Oh, it was from, like watching schoolboy rugby almost, you know, wasn't it? On, it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of feel that unless Scotland are underdogs, they, they can't. They can't front up. It just doesn't sit well with them being the the on paper the better team. I I think they went into that game going right. We've been in England. Now we can beat Wales instead of almost being an individual game. Yes. You know, right? England's gone. Fantastic win. But now if we beat Wales, we can go from there. And it was almost like they got too excited about it. Yeah, I mean, people did say, people because I wondered about this, it was a little bit like, it is tough, they talk about climbing the mountain, it's hard to climb the mountain, come down from the mountain and then climb it again. 100%. You know. And, and that's what it is with Scotland though. Yeah, the, every game. Every you know, they, game. If they want to beat 
England, they've got to play at their best. Yes. If they want to beat Wales, they've got to play at their best. Yeah. Um, and arguably, it's the same for all the teams, because apart from Italy, you're not going to have an easy game. No. Are you? So, you know, no one can beat, no one goes into any game apart from the Italy game thinking, this is a win for us. That's for sure. So, it, I mean, it is the best competition in the world when it comes to rugby, the I think Six Nations. The, I think it's the closest you know, there are the five teams. Fought. Yeah, I think, you know, five teams could potentially win it. Yeah. Maybe not Scotland. So you've got four teams that could win it. No, no, you've got to put Scotland up there. You have to put Scotland up there. Uh, I don't think so. Not over all the years. No, but I, I don't think they should be classed in that because consistency. Yeah, okay. They can't consistently win week in, week out. It's always one or two wins and then maybe one or two losses. It's yeah. not... Yeah, it's, ups, it's ups of, and downs. Ups yes. and downs, yeah. Whereas England can do it, Ireland could do it, France can definitely do it. I, I heard a stat um, that they hadn't won their first two games of the Six Nations in 25 years. Who? Scotland. Well, so there you I, go. So I think it carries on. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you've hit the nail on top of the head. And the only other thing that I spotted, sir, was referees should not be in better nick than the players. How good is Nick Berry, though? <laughs> wow, those bicep toys. <laughs> he is really short. He's got Sonny Williams on the shorts as well. Love that. You know, a good ref should be slightly, like a bit of love handleage. If you don't have love handles, you should not be refereeing. You oh, should be playing. nah. Nick Berry, Nick Berry used to play yes. for Australia. What in positions? Scrum in sevens, right. Right, Okay. He shouldn't be refereeing. He should still be he's playing. He's too skinny. He's in too good a nick. He's got too much time on his hands. A good referee has a job during the day, right? Drinks a few pints on an evening and takes the whistle out. <laughs> Scrum down, fellows. <laughs> <laughs> and should walk, not run in the game. That's all I've got to say on the matter. But oh, Nick Berry village. is in too good a nick, and he enjoys it a little bit too much as well. Oh, he loves it. I reckon loves he, the I reckon short he, sleeves, eh? I reckon he'll he come out in a singlet soon. <laughs> <laughs> Vest for it uh, is warm up, our you know. English listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, when he walks everywhere, I reckon he just tenses those thighs Oof. too much. He must come off the rugby pitch with cramp in his bicep. <laughs> God, I need to stop. I need to stop tensing out there. <laughs> All the cameras on me. He's uh, looking at the big screen all the time. Hence why he missed about three big calls on the weekend. He didn't have a very good bet game. You they, um, I bet you after the game when they get some feedback, you know, his coach or whatever goes, uh, Nick, yeah, you missed um, you missed three big calls that cost uh, Scotland the game. But your biceps and, look brilliant, mate. <laughs> and Nick goes, yeah, but did you see my biceps? <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, listeners' questions. Yeah, got a good one, don't we? Are you going to read? The, are you going to murder this one? I can murder this bad boy. <laughs> <sighs> are you sure? No, nah, you do it, mate. You long. do it. It's a long one. You do it. You do it. Hi, boys. I was wondering if you could help me with a predicament that I am currently having. My son is currently in his last year of primary school, and we are looking at secondary schools for him to attend. We have narrowed it down to two good schools, but need help with making the final decision. One of the two schools plays rugby and the other does not. The school that does not play rugby seems to have much better results and is my wife's favoured choice. And the other one plays rugby. <laughs> the school that does not play rugby has a great extracurricular programme. The other one plays rugby. <laughs> I think we can see that this is going. The school that doesn't play rugby has better facilities and is nicer all round, but the other one plays rugby. The school that doesn't play rugby has excellent teachers that are subject specialists. And the other school has rugby coaches that teach maths and English. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're thinking. It's an easy choice. But at what point is rugby less important than success, happiness and overall prosperity? Uh, As always, thanks for the podcast. Any help on this tough decision would be greatly appreciated. From Michael Davey, Cambridge. Great email, can I just that say? That is a great email. And actually, you might be laughing, sir, but this is a serious thing, isn't it? Of because course. If I had a choice, I'd want my son or daughter to go to a, a school that offered the sport that they loved. Well, I think for me, I would look at clubs as well. Where's the nearest rugby club? When do they play? When do they have trainings? 
you know. So if are you are you answering this question seriously? Aren't you? I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't think he was looking for a serious answer. No, I know, answer. but I am. So everyone, shush. <laughs> Listen, don't be rude, Damo. Sorry, okay. Mate. So then uh, I'd pick the rugby school. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but in all seriousness, if we were looking at it properly. You want your grades, don't you? You want a good school. And if you can't have rugby at that good school, then you look elsewhere for the rugby. I, I, I you know, to if, go alongside. If, if I was going to if I was going to answer this question seriously, which I will try, I think it comes down to a couple of things. So how bad is the other school that yes. plays rugby? Yeah. You know, if it's close and your son, most importantly, Michael if your son likes rugby, yeah. just because you like rugby, exactly, <laughs> yeah, you know if, that firsthand. But if, but if he likes his rugby, then I would say, go for the rugby school because there is something about playing with your mates that are in your class as well. You know, you don't get that with club sport, especially in England. You just don't get it. Doesn't doesn't replace it. No, there's something about going on a fixture during the school day. You know where 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 the result really matters to more than just you, but yeah, I mean, you got, it's got to be close. It's got to be close, doesn't it? It's got to be close. It's got to be close. But Michael, thank you very much for your I think tongue and cheek question. No, good, which I hope good we email. Very tongue good and cheek email. answer for you. But yeah, go for the uh, <laughs> sir. When oh, I say sir, sir Damo, uh, did you ever wear a headgear? Yeah, I did. Yes, a green one. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the baller colours. <laughs> <laughs> it is blue colours, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Oh, what's blue colour? Blue. Oh, awful. Blue and red. Green was for my um, my club, right. Marist Albion in oh, Christchurch. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think I just tried it because I thought, yeah, it looks cool. You know, I I, I didn't like it at all. No. Nah, see, I used to wear one as well when I was a a young whippersnapper that looked like a stick. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, changed. Uh, <laughs> mate, I can't even, i got to walk sideways out the door now. <laughs> That's just because you Shoulders, head. mate. That's because you Shoulders. That's your head. Boom. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I went for a couple of drinks on Saturday night. Yeah, some Fantas, yeah. A couple of Fantas, yeah. And um, and I I got hit on by a group of gay men. Oh. Yes. Like now, that, I yeah. was in the, in the, uh, you know, location where I was, won't specify. But they touched my bum to start off with. Sexual assault, sir. Correct. Sexual assault. Correct. I just left it as it was, didn't make a comment or anything. Then they tapped me on the shoulder and was like, are you are you gay? And I said, no, I'm as straight as an arrow. Sorry, champ. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Anyway, uh, they were all wearing headgears. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you're trying to link it back to. That would have been really good for you. It gets. <laughs> okay, sir. Uh, I'm going to move away from that topic very quickly. What was your pre-game routine when it comes to um, you know getting psyched up for the match? What what did you do to get ready for the match? Oh, um. When I was in Australia and uh, Fiji for competitions, I was so scared. <laughs> so was I. So I was scared. petrified before the oh game started. Oh my God, I was so nervous. I'd be like shaking. But with the sevens, they get you to like blow out yeah, before yeah. you even get on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that almost shocked your system. Right, okay, I'm ready to go now. Because yeah. you were that buggered already, yeah. um, but in this country it was sort of used to go out, walk a, walk over the pitch, pass the ball, kick the ball, and then just some tunes in the in the changing rooms, and then the boy like the the other the other people, the you know your your teammates. I think with certain people they know how to g you up, yeah. and you know how to g them up. So it's it it's kind of that give and take. Was well, you know there's always the the headbangers, eh? Do you know what I mean? There's always the headbangers that like the to grab the shirt, nutters. grab the shirt, and just rah, and then they, you know, they whack that. I mean, literally, I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, whack the backs smacking, and everything, smacking each other in yeah. the chest and oh. proper getting psyched up. But I, I, I think, was the guy 
maybe maybe I was a trendsetter. Oh, here we go. Did you put gel in your hair? <laughs> here we go. Different, what hair? Different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to listen to music. So I oh, used did to, you? yeah, used to bring my Definitely little uh, a trendsetter. my tape player. Oh, your cassette player. <laughs> listen to some music because I just I just wanted to be alone. Right. That's pretty much my life, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but just wanted to be alone, just wanted to be in my little thing. Because I, I always kind of thought rugby's a team game, but actually it's an individual game where you've just got to do your job. 100%. And as long as you do your job for the team, then that's all that really matters. Definitely. And it wasn't until quite late in my career that I actually could enjoy a game that we'd lost because I knew I'd done my job yes. properly. Yeah. Whereas... It was other people letting you down. <laughs> no, not not so much, but it was kind of like one of those games where, you know, I used to get really upset to lose, even if I'd played well. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd be really happy when we'd won and I hadn't played well. Yeah. And actually I thought, well, you know, yeah. it's a team game. Of course I should be happy that we've won, but, but I also haven't done my job right. So yes. ultimately I've let the team down, even if we've won. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? Everyone's different. Everyone is different. But also room. when you run out, you know, and there's a bit of a crowd and they start clapping you, you know, it's quite cool. It does definitely do you. It's quite cool. That, that's all I need. That's all I need. I, yeah, but I was, I was so nervous. Yeah, I used to Cricket and nervous rugby. wee and everything. Oh, yeah, scared, I scared stuff. Even now though, playing for like the staff cricket team before you yes, go out I see, for I'm a I'm not bat. nervous now. I'm not nervous now. Before I go out well, for I a I am bat. a little bit nervous, but not, not like, not petrified. But like I think I'm more nervous because I want to do well. Yeah. And is it something that... I think that's nerves anyway, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Some people just don't get nervous. Jack, my son, doesn't get nervous. No, shh. Really? No, not at all. And if, he, if he's not playing, like if he's subbed, he's not bothered. He's like, he loves playing. But you know he doesn't take it personally. He's like, oh well, I'm not, I'm not starting because someone else is better than me. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> in a way, that's a good attitude. But where's the drive? Yeah, you need the drive, mate. You need the drive. Right, we're going to finish off the show. Can yes, I just say we we, we've had? To, if this is a little bit, <clears throat> and not as long as usual. It's just because we've had to squeeze it into our very we busy have. lives. In fact, we've squeezed it in so much that Sir has bought me a pack up lunch. I have. Very healthy. It is very, very, very <laughs> Is that okay? Will be. It will, I don't <laughs> Too have a choice healthy. To Too healthy. Too healthy, everyone. Look, I'll just go through what he's given oh, me. We've got cucumber. We've got tomatoes. We've got some pasta. There's kale, and there's bacon, a bit of, and yeah. feta at the bottom. Ooh, mm. Very, very nice. Mm. It's heavy. Mm. <laughs> oh, anyway. the box, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're doing a guess who... For our finisher. Yeah. And uh, do you want to go first or shall I go first? I think you should. Well, because obviously we're just going to do a sort of um, line by line type thing, aren't we? Yes, we are. So shall we go um, age, weight and height to start? Age, weight and height. Right. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll get him up on the wicker. Okay. I've got him. Or her. Right. <laughs> so this is a top six nation player. That was the that was the t- title. Yes. So have you stuck to that? Yes. Good. Yes, I have. Oh, excellent. Uh, currently playing? Yeah, currently Okay, playing, good, right. good, good, yeah. good. Okay, Current. well, uh, mine uh, is 29. Okay. 5 foot 9 and 80 kilograms. Scrum half. 5 foot 9, 80 kgs. 5 foot 9, oh, it could be Marcus Smith. So I'm thinking it's going to be DuPont, because you love a good DuPont. Or I do love a good DuPont. Marcus Smith. But I think DuPont's probably a little bit heavier than that. Okay. I'm not going to go for anyone just yet. Okay. So uh, my champ is 30 years of age. DuPont is... Oh. Well, not Marcus Smith because he's younger than that. But anyway, we'll go... I think DuPont. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> 30, well, it could be. Um, 30 years of age okay. and he's... Six foot one. Okay. And 110 kilograms. I know it, but I'm not going to say it. Go on, tell me no, who you think it is. I don't want to, because I don't want to see that <laughs> smug face of yours. Uh, right, shall we go for... Shall we go... Well, what, what would you think is the next one? Their current club team. Current club team. Okay. Leinster. Oh, Leinster. Yep. 
Leinster. 102 appearances, 85 points. <sighs> Leinster, so Irish. How many appearances? 102. 102. Oh, it's got to be Jamison Gibson Park, isn't it? Leinster, is he Leinster though? Oh, is he Leinster? He is a small fella. It's not going to be anyone else, is it? Can't be anyone else. Can it be a winger? Winger, who's not? No, it's going to be Jamison Gibson Park. Final answer? Final answer. Yes, it's correct. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can draw with me. I can, or I could lose. I think you're gonna. <laughs> I think you're gonna draw. Okay. Current team: Sail Sharks. Eleven appearances. <laughs> <laughs> That's not who I thought it was gonna be. Who do you think it was gonna be? I thought it was gonna be the French, the French midfielder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who do you think it is? <laughs> Manu Tuilangi. You are correct, sir. You are it's funny correct. It's funny how we talked about it. Well, oh yeah, yeah, just just today, yeah, yeah. yeah say all eleven appearances funny. out of two seasons. Oh, funny. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, the end of the show. But uh, yes, yeah, so if you'd like to go and support us, then please make sure that you go across to our Twitter page, our Instagram, our Facebook. Yeah. Share the word because um, you know, with us having a few weeks off, you know, we're we're going to be slightly harder to to find on the podcast platform for people that would be interested in in uh, Super Rugby this year. Sir, as always, it's been a pleasure doing the show with you. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. No, never ever. Sometimes, but never ever. Until next week. Yep, see you later. See ya. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.